0: Hello, this is Basil Howard Brown, and welcome to Messages of Revival. Today is the day the Lord's made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. As you listen to this podcast, I believe God will touch, heal, deliver, and set you free. Open your heart to receive now, and remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless you. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 and verse 24 It says, there is nothing better for a man that he should eat and drink and make merry, make himself merry or enjoy the good of his labor. Even this I have seen is from the hand of God. For he, for who can eat and who can have enjoyment any more uh, than I can? apart from Him, for the person who pleases God. Now listen to this real carefully. The Word of God is very plain and simple. It's a very simple word written for very simple people. So it's got nothing to do with education because these are spiritual principles that you have to catch by the Spirit. You can't catch a hold of this by the mind. I saw a sticker on the back of a car It was uh, could have been for a Methodist church or a Baptist church. I can't remember the church's name, but the the, the name of the church was there. And then right underneath that saying of the church, it said, bring your mind. And I thought, bring your mind? What does that mean? I must bring my mind to church? What does that mean? I don't even understand what that means. I mean, does that mean everything you do, you're going to understand with your mind? Because if that's the case, then you're missing God completely. The Bible says God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Amen. So here's the thing. People people are needing a miracle in their life, but they try to get a miracle out of the natural. When what we should do is get a miracle out of the supernatural. This This word of God is supernatural. I said it's supernatural. I can't work out the things of God in the natural mind. See, listen to this carefully. If you need a financial miracle... The craziest thing in the natural is to actually give money away. Come on, if you need money, in the natural, it's crazy to give it away. But it's a biblical principle. Hello? See, I believe what God wants us to do as believers is not look at what we have, look at our finances or our job as our source. Just because you have money in the bank, that should not cause you to be happy. And then when you have no money in the bank, then you run around sad. Hello. Your happiness and your joy should not depend on what you have in the natural realm. Because your happiness and joy depends on the word. And let me tell you what, the word always stays the same. It never fluctuates. It's a great foundation to stand upon and trust God upon. Are you with me? Look, there's a lot of churches that don't teach on prosperity. Ah, ah. You know, I love, the, I love prosperity. It, it, the message on prosperity changed my life and changed how our whole ministry operates. Are oh, you listening to me? Changed our whole family. My kids are all blessed because of this word that we've taught over all these years. But there was a time where I didn't understand the word and I couldn't comprehend and I've been saved all, you know, all my life in, in church, Christian churches, uh, Pentecostal churches, I should say, and cut my teeth on the pew benches. But when somebody mentioned prosperity and tithing and giving and sowing, it would upset me because I thought all they wanted was my money. But I never had any money. Are you with me? Well, you with me? I didn't have money, but I was upset because I thought they wanted mine. Hello. Until one day I cried out to God and said, God, what is wrong with me? How can you bless somebody in the church that's been saved for three weeks and you prospering them and they got up and shared the blessing that you gave them this week, but I've been saved all my life and I'm not blessed, what's wrong with me? And I heard the Lord say, aha. And I'm like, what does that mean, aha? What does aha mean? He said, you, you the problem. Hello? Wait until God gets in your face and says, you the problem. Because we want to blame everybody else around about us, but we never the, oh no, we're not the problem, but it's, it's the woman that God gave me. Hello? Or the job I have or the job I don't have, or, or, or something else. It's something else that is the problem, and I've got to find out the problem. But really, if you want to find the problem of your financial situation, you need to go stand in the mirror and look at see what's looking back at you. Hello. Because we, are, I'm responsible for the Word of God to act upon the Word to do what the Bible tells me to do so that I can believe God for a miracle. Listen, God's, God's already made a way through Jesus Christ. The craziest thing is we can pray and say, God, make a way. The way's already been made. Jesus is the way. Hello. On the cross of Calvary, the Bible says, Jesus was so very, poor, so very rich, yet for your sakes, He became so very poor. And the Bible calls it poverty in order that by His poverty, you might become enriched or abundantly supplied. What what does God want for you? He wants you to be enriched and abundantly supplied. Why? Because Jesus has already taken poverty upon Himself on the cross and paid the price for it. Why do we continually as Christians try to pay the price for something that Jesus has already paid the price for? Hello. have you ever paid off an automobile anybody it's a, it's a great feeling isn't it listen if you pay off an automobile you've been paying for the last three or four years and you go into the bank and you try to make another installment and they pull up your account and they say look it's, you can't make another installment it's fully paid for and you go look I've been paying for this for the last four years you don't understand I'm going to make another payment right now you better take my money no, we can't take your money because we can't put it on the account because it's fully paid for. Yeah, but you don't understand, man. I've been paying this for four years. Take my money. Listen, they're going to hit that security button underneath that counter and the police, police are going to rush in there. Are you listening to me? Because they think you've mentally gone inst- unstable because you're trying to pay for something that you've already paid for in full. And, and that's how Christians are. We try to pay for something that Jesus has already paid for in full. You can't make a payment on poverty because Jesus has already made a payment on poverty. He did that on the cross of Calvary. Why? So that you and I could live free today. My brother and I were talking a little bit this week and let me tell you what I, I told him. I said, people don't have a clue about the love of Jesus and how much Jesus actually loves us. You know, we spoke about ministry things and visions and, and and you know, God gives us a vision and then we feel like we've got to go fulfill the vision because that's going to be pleasing to God. But it's not about the vision. It's not about the ministry. It's not about the church. It's actually about you. It's actually about you. He didn't die for the vision. He died for you. He didn't die for the church, the building, the property. He died for you. Hello. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He died for you. See, and then he gives us all these promises in the word. And then because we can't fathom them out in our natural mind, then we can't receive them. And then we get upset when other people start talking about them in church. See, God wants to set you free. I'm telling you right now, he wants to set you free financially. He wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. Why? So that you and your family can be blessed. Hello. So that you can be a blessing to others. So that you can fund the end time harvest. Are you listening to me? He said I give you seed to sow. And I give you bread to eat. The bread to eat means you personally are blessed of your heavenly father. Hello. Are you all with me? Look what the Bible says. It says for the person who pleases God. Who wants to please God? The God pleaser. What is that? How's that? how am I going to be a God pleaser very very simple do whatever the word says amen. hello amen. do whatever the word says that's how you please God be obedient hello amen. when the Lord tells you to be a blessing to somebody sow some seed here yeah, do this do that do whatever God tells you to do amen. amen because you see God knows your financial situation and he knows what you need and he knows what you want And God's actually pressing us all the time to step out of the boat and trust God for a supernatural miracle. So God gives us an opportunity to sow some seed to be a blessing. Why? So that God can turn around, take the seed we sowed and multiply it back onto our life. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. That's the way the word works. Hello. We do not get the breakthrough first and then we start the giving process. It doesn't work that way. Because it requires faith. Amen, Amen. it requires faith. Amen. I have faith in God to take care of me and my family. I have faith in God for protection upon myself and my wife and my family. Are oh, you listening to me? Last night we were about two in the morning, my phone started buzzing, and, and it was a tornado warning and and so, you know, I, I mean, I've never been in that before, and I've traveled the nation and never been in a tornado, never been in a hurricane. I mean, we just, it's like God's, you know, gets us out of everything. Oh, you listen to me. We'll go one place, and then we leave, and two months later, there's a hurricane coming in, and then we go one place, and there's tornadoes coming, and but we're already gone. Hello. And so last night, I, you know, it started buzzing off, and then I heard the the, the the sirens going off, and I thought, well, I've heard them tested in the middle of the day. But I've never heard them tested in the middle of the night. <laughs> so I woke my wife up. I said, Look, the, the sirens are going off. I think we should get, get downstairs and get into a safe spot. And so we went and woke my daughter and, and uh, three of us and, and the, the dogs. They all followed us downstairs. And so we're downstairs. And yes, what we did? The first thing we did is started praying. Amen. So, Father, thank you for divine protection. I speak to the storm. I command it to be still in Jesus' name. Let me tell you what that storm came through. We had a lot of rain. I don't mind the rain. I like the rain. Amen. But let me tell you what, the wind was a little bit there, but not bad, and it just went right over us. Now, now there were some people in, in Dallas, obviously they didn't have faith. <laughs> or they didn't speak to the storm or something, because that storm took a hold of that place over there and, and you know, just kind of ripped them up a little bit, but it didn't touch us. Why? Because we believe God for our protection. I said, God, I thank you that the hand of God's upon us. And I mean, I could feel like the big covering of the hand of God was just over us. Now, we were still getting rain and some slight wind, but it it went over just like 10 or 15, 20 minutes later. It was gone. We went back to bed. Amen. Amen. Come on now. I believe you can speak to the weather. Let me try this church over here. I believe you can speak to the weather. they did a good job, I'm okay with that, amen I know you guys were prepared to jump up and down and scream and shout but they did a good job, amen listen, let me say this as you can speak to the weather so you can speak to your situation your circumstances, your finances hello but the Bible says call those things which be not as though they were we are, listen to this carefully we are already self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. We're not going to be made self-sufficient. We already are self-sufficient. We just have to find the way and then walk in it. Amen. That's why we like to give instruction on the Word of God concerning blessing and provision because we want people to find the way, get a revelation of this so you can get set free. Hello. I've said this for a good long time, and I've said it here yeah, many times over and over. I believe we're on the verge of, of one of the greatest shifts of wealth that the world has ever seen. Listen, the greatest shift of wealth that the world has ever seen into the hands of the believer. I believe that with all my heart. I believe we are about to see a shift come. Hello. And I don't know about you, and I don't know what preparation you've done, but my wife and myself, we are under the spout. When God makes that shift, I'm telling you right now, it's coming down upon us. Hello, we're not going to have to look for the blessing of God because the blessing of God is looking for us. Hello. The blessing of God is looking for us. What glory does God get when you're living in poverty and lack and and, and, and debt? What glory does He get? You know, the glory that God gets is when, when you bless somebody and they take the blessing and they look up to heaven and say, God, thank you so much for blessing me. I praise you and I worship you with that. There goes the blessing to God. And at the same time, you going, Father, I thank you and I bless you for giving me that finances to be a blessing to someone else. So now there's two lots of people praising him. Come on now. Hallelujah. Are you with me still? It says, for the person who pleases God or pleases Him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. What's so bad with wisdom? What's wrong with knowledge? How about some joy? God gives wisdom. I believe it's godly wisdom. I believe it's wisdom beyond our intellect or our um, experience or our education. Hello. I believe it's godly wisdom that God gives us. He gives wisdom and he gives knowledge. I believe that knowledge he gives us is knowledge of the word, revelation, knowledge of the word that we can stand upon and trust God with every fiber of our being. Understand when the word of God becomes revelation to me, That word becomes my word, and then I stand upon that foundation. And no devil in hell can actually take that away from me. And nobody can actually talk me out of it. Hello. When I got a revelation of my salvation, I know that I know that I know. If I die right now, I'm going to be with Jesus. I have no doubt about it. Are you listening to me? But there was a time in my life where I didn't. I was this way and that way. But when I got the revelation, it was over. There was a time in my life when I didn't have a revelation of of, of sowing and reaping and prosperity. So I was this way and that way. In tough times, I thought, well, this is our lot in life. And then we'd see some blessing go, well, maybe this is our lot in life. And we're back and forth. Now I know what my lot in life is it's good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, it's my barns that are filled with plenty and my vats overflowing with new wine, it's the windows of heaven open above my head and God pouring out blessings upon me that I don't have enough room to receive it or contain it that's my lot in life hello glory to God some of you need to get a little happier than this come on this is the good news of the gospel Sorry nobody's going to get beaten here tonight. So he gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But listen to this, and I love this part of the verse. It says, but to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering. Hey, you sinner, go gather. Listen to this. He gives the work of gathering and heaping up that he may give to the one who pleases God. So listen to this real carefully. Don't get upset when you see sinners on TV or whatever and they're making a whole lot of money because that's what God has made them to do. He's made these sinners to go and make a lot of money because they are gathering and they are heaping up because God's going to cause that wealth that they have to be given to the one that pleases God and that one that pleases God is you and I so yeah, we are in the presence of God 24 7 having great times in the presence of God in the word and, and enjoying ourselves with God and the sinners out there and he's making all this money so God can take it and give it to us let me try this church over here <laughs> Come on, sinner. Work. Come on. That's what's happening. They're working long hours while we're sitting here on a Wednesday night in the presence of God, drinking of the new wine of the Holy Ghost, getting full of joy, getting healed, getting whole, getting blessed of a heavenly Father. These sinners out right now trying to make a whole lot of money. Woo, glory to God. I pray they get blessed tonight. Because I'm telling you right now, whatever they're making, it's coming into the hands of the just. The Bible says the wealth of the sinner, the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. That's you and I. Come on. I said this. You and I. Hallelujah. wealth of the sinners later for the just. Let me tell you when God commands this to happen there's nothing, absolutely nothing that the sinner can do. Hello? When the children of Israel left Egypt, there was nothing that the Egyptians could do. And they stripped them of all their wealth. Silver and gold. Are you listening to me? Hello? It's coming. It's coming again. I said, it's coming again. I said, it's coming again. It's coming again. I believe the world's going to look at the church and ask, How come are you so prosperous? How come are you so blessed? Why are you so happy? How come you're dead free? We got all this debt, but all you running around and, and you're living in these beautiful homes, whatever, and you're dead free. How come? And you know what? We're going to have to go, Ah, uh, you know what? God. God. The creator of this heaven and this earth, God, my daddy. And then you can just go right into that line and say, who's your daddy? (laughs) Come on now, somebody. This is the good news of the gospel. You know, if none of this has ever happened, then don't worry about it because it's about to. They'll so say, I've been living in the, in the church for many years, and I haven't seen the blessing of God. Well, it's about to make some, you're about to make some changes, make some adjustments, and get your faith out on the line and trust God with every fiber of your being. Yeah. Amen. Because God's about to turn a lot of things around. He already is doing a whole lot in America, but it, it, ain't, it ain't over yet. I said, it ain't over yet. Listen, listen let, me, let me tell you what and I prophesy this, when God releases this wealth into the hands of the just, it's going to mobilize the sleeping giant that has awoken. That is the church. It's going to mobilize the sleeping giant that has awoken. And let me tell you what, when the church is mobilized, there's no telling what God can do through the church. And I believe this is the day and this is the hour that we are going to see the church being mobilized with finances from above, that God's going to supernaturally release into the hands of the believers, wealth, untold wealth. I believe there's going to be a release of properties and buildings and, and, and automobiles and planes and, 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 I mean, it's coming, commercial property, it's coming. Money, gold, I mean it's coming. God's going to release us into the hands of the believer. Why? Because He wants to bless His children for starters and second of all, He wants us to fund this end time harvest that God has planned for this earth. And it's got to come through somebody. So I stand on the platform and say, God, let it come through me. Let it come through me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've always maintained this, and I'm going to close this part of the meeting with this. I've always maintained this. Listen, we don't wait around for people to give. We just go to the throne room of grace ourselves and say, God, you know, put it in our hands and we'll support the ministry. Amen. Hello. There's a lot of ministers who wait around and, you know, some of the big givers leave or whatever, and then all they do is complain 24-7. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Hey, you believe God stand on the word, trust God, let God bless you let God bless you, don't worry about people, people are not our source, God's our source and I look at it this way, listen if God can raise up a millionaire in the the church a Christian who's a businessman and raise him up as a millionaire why can he not raise up me as a millionaire because I'm doing kingdom business so why can't he do that hello why can't he do that (laughs) come on now Amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited about what God's about to do. I think it's going to blow away all religion. I think people are going. To, I think people in the church are going to be totally wigged out by what God's about to do. I'm telling you, we're going to see this whole metroplex shaken by the power of God. I believe we're going to acquire television stations. We're going to acquire radio stations. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> see what I'm looking at? You see what I'm looking at? <laughs> I believe the church is going to acquire TV stations, radio stations to, to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out. We need the demonstration of the power of God put on the airways. Hello. Why, when you turn on television, is it just teaching, teaching? Word, 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 word. How about some miracles? How about, how about some devils being cast out? How about, how about some joy breaking out in a meeting? How about the demonstration of the power of Almighty God? Let the world see there's something going on in the church than just a dead preacher standing up in front of a dead congregation preaching a dead sermon. So I believe that's what God's going to do in these last days. I think He's going to release a lot of this stuff. We're going to get it for next to nothing, and we're going to put the gospel of Jesus Christ out there, and the airwaves are going to be filled. It's going to be filled. Amen. Hallelujah. So is there anyone else beside my wife and myself in this house that's ready for God to release blessing, provision, abundance? Is there anyone else in this house beside my wife and myself that's going to fund what God's going to do in these last days? Because listen, it's going to take millions upon billions of dollars to get the job done. And I believe God's going to put that kind of finances in our hands and we're going to honor the Lord with it. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart Take out the hardened heart and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I'm ready for your coming and always will be. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival Podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast in iTunes and share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.